Hi, I'm Renee Philpott, and this is Selling with Charm. After over 26 years in sales, there's one thing I have learned. Sales is fun. Join me as I help you simplify your sales process, and together we will reach your weekly, monthly, and yearly goals. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. So welcome to this episode of Selling with Charm. This week, my guest is Louise Brogan. She is a great friend of mine. I met several years ago at a Biz Chicks live event, and we have become very good friends. She is always uh, a joy to hang out with. Uh, Last year, I did a series on vision boarding, and uh, that included podcasts and blogs, and Louise had saw that, and she reached out to me about doing a one-on-one goal-setting session with her. So I was happy to schedule that. We did, and we had the best time. But today on the podcast, you're going to hear the results and how Louise has made great strides toward her goals. And I just can't wait for you to hear. And then at the end, I'll tell you a little bit about how I saw the goal setting session. Hello, Louise. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Renee, for asking me. I think that we could record hours and hours of podcasts together because we have so much to talk about. And it's just thank you for asking me back. I'm yeah, I, so I think you may be, other than Earl, the mm-hmm. only guest that's been here more than once. So um, mm-hmm. welcome back. I am very honored. Thank you so much. <laughs> so um, tell us a little bit about yourself for those who don't know you and about your business. Okay, so my name is Louise Brogan. I live uh, in Northern Ireland, which is on the edge of Europe. Um, I have, my business is evolving all the time it is now mainly linkedin done for you marketing so we um help companies businesses and coaches and consultants who want to be to really get their business to grow their business on linkedin we manage their linkedin company pages and we help them with content for their personal profiles as well Um, and since we last spoke renee i now have a team of six part-time contractors so I have an operations manager an account manager my executive assistant and a team of three writers so oh wow I know can't believe it actually congratulations Um, thank you I'm I'm wearing the hat of CEO um I'm getting more comfortable with it let's put it that way Yeah. It's hard. It's a, a big adjustment to, to doing that. So that's a good job. It is. It's it's um it's about, you know, letting go of things to give them to other people to do. And my team are brilliant. So I'm very confident in their abilities. Um, but it's me letting go a little bit to allow other people to do what they do really well. So that I can go off and, you know, help record podcasts and do YouTube videos and all that fun stuff that I like to do oh that's wonderful so since you brought it up we haven't talked in person like this or through zoom (laughs) since last I guess the beginning of the year end of December beginning of the year and you and I did a goal session because I had put that offer out when we were doing vision boards Mm. and we worked through some goals that you had and it seems like you are on your way through that list is that right 
Yes. And you know what? You, um, it was so helpful that session because I, like we've known each other a while, Renee. I'm not very good at that kind of thing, like setting goals for myself or I'll set them and I just completely forget what they're meant to be. Um, let's be honest. And <laughs> anyone's listening here, we're actually very good at what we do. <laughs> I sound very incompetent. I'm really not. Um, but yeah, one of the things that we, you and I, you helped me to do to set a goal of um, was bringing on two clients a month to grow the business. And it's pretty much worked out. Now we're not at the end of the year yet, but it has actually worked out. Um, and the, it's been so good to have that goal because everything else is kind of supporting around that, like, you know, bringing on more team members to help support those clients so that it's just really valuable having something like that to kind of keep me on track. Oh, I love that. Mm. So I know when we worked, like one of the things, like one of your goals was to continue to develop your staff and the process so that you could trust them to delegate the task with ease. And so it sounds like that has worked out. You've done that. Yes, I am forever working on myself. A lot of entrepreneurs are. Um, always learning, listening, learning, watching, absorbing, paying for coaching. Um, I think that really is, honestly think that's part of why the business works so well. You know, I, I meet other people and they've never had a coach or they've never invested in something like a goal setting session. And they're like, oh, hi, you know, you're doing so well. I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm investing in the development of myself and the business. And I think that's a big part of it. Um, so I try and encourage other people to do similar with their with their own business and personal development oh that's really good because it's interesting because you have grown so much over the years and it is because you are open to coaching and you're always watching what's changing and what's mm -hmm. and you're moving with it so I think that is wonderful I think that we need that help and we don't recognize it sometimes mm -hmm. and it is just the encouragement of other people that can you know give you another point of view I think yeah. And also being with groups of people who other people are growing, that makes such a difference because yeah. we can get kind of complacent, I think, yeah. or comfortable. Earl gets onto me sometimes because I get in my comfort zone. So, <laughs> you know, I get comfortable. So he'll remind me uh, how dangerous comfort zones are. Um, <laughs> And I love goals and I love doing new things, but mm. when something is working, you know, that it can be easy to get comfortable. So, because when I first met you, I think you were doing Facebook more than you were doing LinkedIn and then you moved to mm -hmm. where you were focused on LinkedIn. Yes. When, I, when we first met, I was actually an accredited trainer for Facebook and Instagram here in the UK. And I was running, it's really funny if I think back, 2000 and. 17 2018 maybe um i i hosted something like 12 um in-person meetups across the summer in northern ireland for women um for, on behalf of facebook for a thing called she means business and i i like i loved it but i drove all around this tiny country setting up coffee meetings with women all over the place um and yeah, and, and and I was going to events at Facebook and all that jazz. But then I switched allegiance to LinkedIn. Have a look back. <laughs> yeah, so I think that is wonderful because that had to be, you really had to get out of your comfort zone to do that, mm -hmm. to make that leap. 
to LinkedIn. Definitely. And you feel because you feel like you're cutting off a massive market yes. by saying I'm only doing and I tell you what, Renee, I still I still have to say it on calls today. Um, I had a sales call earlier today and uh, I had to explain to the guy on the call. I said, we only do LinkedIn. That's it. And you can see people go, oh, OK. I'm like, I mean, you can tell that if you look at my profile, my website, anything I put out there. But you still have to remind people of it. And they're, they're surprised about it. Yeah. So what are some of the benefits that you see in in LinkedIn over some of the others and why you chose to focus on it? Mm-hmm. Well, it, coming at it from my point of view, by focusing on one platform, it means I can really learn the ins and outs of that platform and keep up to date with everything that's going on in it. Um, but from the point of view for people that I work with, like my clients, by sticking to LinkedIn, it's where the, the biggest market is. It's where you, it, there, there are lots of statistics out there about um, how much more business you get from focusing on LinkedIn. But it, it's really true that, you know, whenever I niche down to LinkedIn, business and leads became so much easier. Because link, I think it's LinkedIn have their own uh, strap line and go to where business is being done. You know, do business where business is being done. So the businesses are on LinkedIn. So it makes it easier, um, especially if you're, it's not just, just for B2B, but especially if you're in B2B, um, it's the platform you want to be on, definitely. Yes, I agree. I think what happens, even though on those other platforms, business happens, mm-hmm. I think it kind of clears up the clutter. Yes. So when you get over to LinkedIn, that's all that's going on. You're not getting distracted by other things for the most part. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably one of the benefits that I see of LinkedIn, especially like you said, for B2B. And so I can see why it makes a difference. So tell me, what are you looking most forward to in your business? Oh my gosh. Well, interestingly, you and Earl will will be interested to hear this. Um, my husband is coming in to do some work in the business. Oh, wow. I know. <laughs> that's exciting. I so a little bit of a backstory here Uh, I met my husband we did a master's in computing together and I went off and became a project manager and he was a software tester and then he moved into project management and I moved um, out of that to start my business about 10 years ago and I one of the things I wanted to really sort out my business this year was the systems and processes and I had hired an external project manager to come in and help me with that stuff. And because it was the pandemic and we were just coming out of the pandemic, my husband was working from home. And I would go into him in complete frustration, holding these sheets of paper that my project manager I was paying for was saying, oh, this is, you know, this is the process, blah, blah, blah. And I would show it to him and he'd be like, what? What is that? I'm like, I don't know. Can you help me with this, please? (laughs) So he started looking at the processes um, and now he's been developing out my um, processes and my SOPs. So if anyone doesn't know what that is, it's a standard operating procedure. And he is... um, He's, he's helping out with basically the operations in the business. So 
it's just really funny. I'm, I'm looking around for a project manager and there's one in the, in the room next door. I'm like, why am I not using him? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's great. So now your, your answer this sometimes. So I always ask my boys, a little backstory here. I always ask my boys every week, especially if we have that one-on-one time, like we have a coffee or lunch together. Mm-hmm. I'll ask them what they're most looking forward to. And I'll ask them what their biggest challenge is. Mm-hmm. And so as part of that, uh, it just lets me know kind of what's on their mind and what they're working through. So sometimes it is the same. Sometimes what they're looking forward to and their biggest challenge is the same. So you might be the same. <laughs> so um, what do you see as being your biggest challenge coming up? Well, that is interesting because the thing we've probably been working on in the background for most of the year is actually the processes and getting those kind of straightened out. And that is setting us up really for growth so it's going to be I guess it's going to be keeping a a steady ship as we grow um as well as I I have a really busy Tuesday today as well as uh the sales call I also spoke to another potential writer so one of my biggest challenges actually Renee is is finding the right people and with the right skill set who also are the right fit for our team um, I find that I do find that quite hard and I'm getting better at it because I'm following uh, our good friend Shelly Warren's processes and how to get better at that yes um, so but that is it is challenging and I suppose you're, that's really funny what you're saying because you know bringing my husband into the business is exciting but of course, it's a bit of a challenge too. Um, and I've said we're not to talk about work in, you know, when we're on the sofa in the evenings and I want to watch TV or it's Friday night and we're out somewhere for dinner. We don't want to just talk about work. So yes. maybe that, that's going to have to be, let's see how that goes. I'll report back to you. Yeah, I'll ask. <laughs> so that is something that Earl and I had. So Earl and I had kind of two different views well, I don't think we had two different views. What happened is we started growing our business and I looked at it like, this is awesome. My whole life can be together. Like yes. There's no separation. So I can, I can do what I need to, when I need to. That was one of the benefits to me about becoming an entrepreneur mm-hmm. is that not that I would work less, but that I, like, if I needed to take the boys to the doctor, I could take them to the doctor and then make up the time later without asking permission. So I got used to not having separation because to me that was part of the beauty is it could all fit together. Yes. But as our business grew, it was different because Mm -hmm. there were that you needed that separation more as the business got bigger. And then we had employees and um, I know you're learning this as you have been developing this, but it's a lot bigger when it's more than just you. And so Earl and I really had to work on that. We still work on it, but it's much, much better than it, than it used to be. Um, But that was one of my challenges. And one of the things that I did a lot of coaching around was trying to create those systems, but also let those systems work without jumping back in. (music) 
So have you ever considered setting some goals for yourself? I know most people probably have had some type of goal, but as we are approaching 2023, you may have some new goals. You may have something you would really like to work toward, or you may be unclear about what you want to work toward, but you know you want to do a little more next year. I am offering one-on-one goal sessions for the first time to the public. I would love to extend this offer to you. You can go over to my website and schedule one of the time slots, but it is just a great opportunity to spend some time really working on your goals. When you work on them with someone, they will ask good questions and they will help you clarify and just get really clear. Once the goal session is completed, you will get a simple report that goes over what was important for you personally and in your work life, or either or if you only want to work on one, then this can be a great tool for you when you are looking at 2023. So reach out to me if I can help you and take a look at what I'm offering on my website. Oh, I I can hear that. I, I love that I get to work with my husband, but I wish I had kind of decided early on like you are that that we have that time away. But again, it was much harder for me because I wanted to hold it all together. Mm-hmm. so that I didn't drop something and so that I could make it all work together. <laughs> now, and now it's it's really different because I have two businesses. I have the one with Earl and then I have my coaching. Mm. And it, it's kind of been good because it gives Earl a break when I'm doing coaching. So he doesn't, have to think, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have to think about dealing with me and, <laughs> and that. So, oh, dear. So last year, we we worked, like you've said, we worked on your goals. What would you say was your biggest takeaway from that? Oh, that's a great question. That outlining, that it, it just makes really good sense to outline what you actually want to achieve in the next year rather than going month to month and just firefighting. You know, having goals to aim for, it kind of brings you back to, oh, well, actually... Is that really what we should be doing right now? Because does that align with the goals that you have set for this year? So that's really, really good, I think. Um, keeping yourself accountable rather than just like, like Renee, I, I'm so bad at saying no to things and people and opportunities. And I've got so much better at it this year. So I, 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 I put my name in the hat for couple of different things and then I because I'm a quick start on the Colby thingy majiggy um like I just come up with ideas and I, I go yes let's do that and then I've become much better at going right hold on a minute why didn't you agree to that that's got nothing to do with what you want to do in the next couple of months um, and I have been very much better this year at being brave and going back to people saying do you know what I actually I'm really sorry, but I'm not going to be able to do that uh, for you because it's not really part of my business growth plans for this year. I've done that like twice in the last three weeks. I'm like, go Louise. <laughs> so I do think that's one of the benefits of working on goals. If, if for nothing else, you get clarity because it's so easy to want to do it all. Mm-hmm. And everything is a good idea when somebody brings it to you. Because I am also a quick start on the Kobe. I'm a high quick start. 
And so I get very excited about new things or about yeah. new opportunities. And a lot of times I'll make it something it's not. So <laughs> me too. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, it's going to be. I mean, they, they should ask me for my input because they it's very hard to talk my imagination. <laughs> so funny um so I'm with you on if I'm if I'm clear and even though I'm very goal-oriented before I started doing vision boards and really working on it like at the end of the year the first of the year I would have goals but they would get kind of covered up by other stuff like Mm -hmm. I would think I knew what I wanted I would verbalize it maybe tell Earl or whatever but then it would get off track because mm-hmm. I didn't, I hadn't really sit down and really thought it through. Yes. So since I started the process of thinking it through, just like you said, it's easier to say, oh, that, that I can do that. And so yes. as part of that, I, I do my whole yearly calendar. I changes, of course, but mm-hmm. it lets me know, well, I can't do it all in February. I've got to break it up some. And so that to me is, is some of the benefits as well. You, you know, you just get more clear what you should say yes to and what you can walk away from and feel good about it because it's kind of like, you don't have to say no forever. It's just not right now. Uh, So it's the same way I look at it. When somebody tells me no about buying something, I can say, well, that that's not no forever. Well, when I say no to something, that is not on my goals right now hmm. I can say uh not right now you know it's yes. better than a hard no <laughs> mm-hmm. I think as well whenever um you and I did that goal session together you know I would have pulled a number out of the air and then we talked about it and then I realized that you know actually that would kill my business if I tried to you know if I tried to onboard um five clients a month at that stage <clears throat> without all the organization and the backup, without having the team to support it, that that would just kill the business flat. Like kind of like I'm, a, I'm an image in my head of a cardboard box and just someone stomping on it and just all the sides fall out the way. Um, so actually it really helped me to, to think properly, take time, take time to think properly what are achievable goals as well because you can you know you say you, you'll hear people say yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna write a million dollars on my wall I'm gonna get a million dollars this year and you're like well how are you gonna get a million dollars this year and they go I'm just gonna manifest it <laughs> <laughs> but actually if you have a goal and you know you break that down and well how many dollars is that you need to earn a month and how many hours do you need to work and who do you need to support you and blah 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 then anything is achievable. That's that's definitely my approach to life. But you can achieve anything, but you have to actually plan it. Um, yeah. So here yeah, ends the lesson. <laughs> I can see where, like, if you have somebody, like when I'm doing the goal session, I'm there to ask you questions about it. So I'll make you think outside of just that one goal. Yes. Uh, and it helps to have somebody who asks you those questions. Mm-hmm. And again, it's about clarity yes. uh, and helping you realize that you know almost um, almost everybody that I work with on a goals um, session I'll say and if that happened today could you support that mm-hmm. because uh, it's not that you couldn't but sometimes writing that million dollars on the wall if you had a million dollars today you'd probably have more problems than you had good out of that if it came that quick yeah, that's um, true. <laughs> I'm all for writing it on there but 
there's some more things you got to think about too, because yes. you don't want a million dollars and a million problems. You want no problems and a million dollars. <laughs> I've just had a vision in my head of someone you know, saying, well, I want to own, you know, uh, a half a million dollar racehorse or something, right? And you go, okay, where's it going to sleep, Louise? <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. Uh, don't know, actually. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, yes you can have these big, amazing goals, but actually, like if, if uh, I don't know, let's imagine like the president came and said, we want you to run our, our LinkedIn accounts for us, Louise. I'd be like, yeah, absolutely. And then they go, so there's 25,000 of them. And you're like, what? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's good. Like, Hold on a minute here. <laughs> yes, yeah, so realistic goals are good too, right? <laughs> yeah. So when we worked on your goal session, we worked on, oh, and by the way, you said a word a while ago. Do you do you remember what you wanted your word to be when we had our session? Oh, I don't know. I know. Oh, what was it? You said it earlier. Brave was your word. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so you had said you were brave this year. So um, so that that part certainly. Oh, excellent! Came out. Yay. And then, but I remember when we started your session, you said, "Okay, how do we do this? Is this personal goals or work goals?" And like I shared earlier, I think I think of my life all in one thing. So we worked on some of your personal, what your personal goals were, and your business goals. And do you feel like your personal goals? It was the same way it helped you. Okay, confession time. What? Tell me what I said. My personal goals were. Really. Okay, you wanted time with each child. Mm. So have you had more time with each yes. of your children? Like I said to you, I took my daughter to London there. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, and now I don't know, you'll have to tell me if this client work doesn't be, begin before 10 a.m. Yes, I have done that. Oh, that's so good. Isn't that so funny? So I set these goals with you and I implemented them. Okay, I've got, I got two more for you. Let's see if you can reach those. Yeah, I do that. I, I walk the dog. I don't start, I don't sit down at my desk before 10. So that was the, that, that was what yeah. you were working on. And you wanted to walk 10,000 steps a day. No, oh, I haven't done that one. But you've been walking the dog, so that part's good. You've been getting some. Been. I'm not doing 10,000 steps a day. Although I do have an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a sore foot. I haven't had oh. a sore foot for a while. But no, I actually would... Mm. Yeah, I'm going to have to pick that one up for next year. And then, now, this is the last one that I had. Fridays on most occasions free from client-facing work. Oh, 100% that has happened. Ah, three out of four, Louise. That's awesome. Hey, this stuff works. (laughs) Book your goals appointment with Renee. (laughs) (laughs) So so that that is awesome because you, um, it, it worked for your business goals and your personal goals. Okay, can I say on the ten thousand steps a day? I haven't done that, but I had. I did join the gym. Uh, I did rejoin the gym in June, so I have been focusing on my health. So, not specifically the ten thousand steps, but I have become. I feel like I'm healthier this year, so that's, that's very good. Because that was your goal of the ten thousand steps is to be he- healthier. Yeah. So sometimes our sometimes our goals can change a little bit, or how we're going to get there. Yeah, can change a little bit. So there is evidence. If you write down your goals and you never look at them, but you wrote them down, you're more likely to get them than you would be if you didn't write them down at all. So I'm I'm quite good at once I make it, once I make a decision about something, I'm pretty good at sticking to it. Yeah. So the 10 10 a.m. thing and the Friday thing, I have stuck to that all year. Um, You like you laugh 
I, I love a, I love a good challenge. Every day in September, I'm doing 66 squats a day. Oh wow! To raise money for Great Ormond Street Hospital, which is a big, the big children's hospital in the UK. Um, so two, it's 2,000 squats across September. And I started yesterday for practice. So we're not, you know, as we're recording this, we're not quite in September. Well, oh my gosh, 66 squats when you're not used to doing squats is quite intense on the leg burden. <laughs> <laughs> well, the more you do it, the easier to get Louise. Yes, and I will do it. That is, you know, that kind of thing. That is once I decide I'm doing something, that's that's it done. Awesome. Well, I am so proud of you. You have done so well on your goals. <laughs> And I have had such a joy working with you on them and having this call with you. Is there anything else that you would like to share with my listeners? Oh, my gosh. Well, I would like um, if they are not already connected to me on LinkedIn, I'd invite them to come over and connect with me. Uh, one thing I have done this year, uh, which I've been far more organized in, is I've been really building up my YouTube channel. And that's that is a big goal actually the growth of that is a big goal for me um, so, and it's all really short videos on how to use LinkedIn for business so if they want to go and check that out that would be excellent I want to get five trying to get 5,000 subscribers by Christmas I'm on 3,370 as we're talking so that's the goal for by the end of this year I'll be five so anyone who's listening go and check out and see if I've hit the goal or not yet maybe I hit it early <laughs> uh, that's great so we will put links in the show notes to all of that so they can find you Excellent. and um I appreciate you so much thank you Renee uh, this is like flown in it's just lovely to speak to you thank you so much for inviting me on and you as well bye So there you have it. You can see that Louise gained great benefit from just sharing her goals with somebody who would help her clarify, ask good questions, figure out sometimes the why behind that goal. And then after our after our time um, during our goal setting session, I put together a simple document for her and sent it over that kind of broke down the goals that she had both personally and then her work life goals and then was able to just give her a couple of things to kind of keep her on track. So that was what we were referring to uh, during the interview. But I am also offering goal setting sessions now for everyone this year who would like to have one. It's a limited time, only have a certain amount of spots. But if it's something that you'd be interested in, maybe you have tried setting goals before and it didn't work out so well, or you've never tried it, uh, you would like help getting on the right track, then this might be exactly what you're looking for. So go over to ReneeFieldPot.com and check them out. Have a great week. Bye.